interview-only episode of the FLW Podcast. I'm Jody White, and this week we've got Derek Blake on as sort of a uh, over-Christmas-slash-New Year's filler. Um, Kyle and I will be back at it possibly after Christmas, definitely sometime in the new year, um, and we thank you for listening. Uh, in the meantime, you can go to flwfishing.com for you know a whole bunch of good content. We are kicking out a fair amount over the holiday. Uh, we've, of course, got... Uh, FLW on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, all that jazz. And we also just put out Circuit Breaker with Cody Meyer. Uh, it's from Lake Hartwell. You can watch that at flwfishing.com or youtube.com slash flwfishing. Uh, that said, thanks for listening, and uh, here is Derek Blake. Alrighty, and now we're joined by Derek Blake, uh, Somewhat fresh off a fourth place finish in the uh, FLW Tour Invitational on Norris. Uh, spent the weekend chasing some ducks and it, I believe is fishing the tour as a rookie in 2017. Uh, Derek, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. How you been? Uh, yeah, you've been doing great, Joey. It's, it's a pleasure talking with you. All righty. Well, I guess my first question is I want to go back and talk a little bit of fishing about Norris. Um uh, it was a while ago, obviously. It was, you know, I remember that tournament being, well, it was a little bit cold, but it wasn't nearly this cold. It wasn't nearly wintertime. Can you talk about how you caught your fish in that in that tournament and just give people sort of the lay of the land if they maybe didn't follow or maybe forgot? Yeah, up there, you know, I, I've, I've been up there probably 30, 40 times over the last 10 years, but I've never fished there in uh, November. Uh, October, November. I ain't never been there in December. I always start fishing in January and February. Um, but it, it kind of set up the same way as it would in in February, just without the top water bite. You know, we had a good top water bite in November. Um, but the two days of practice, you know, everybody was saying the smallmouth's going to turn on. And the log guys was out there, you know, out, out deep looking for, for drop shot fish and I never did find it and I knew I could open that river and probably catch some like I always do but the first two days I stayed down the lake but try to find something different and uh, never never panned out and the third day in practice uh, the first two or three hours I had probably 10 15 bites in between flipping and throwing a buzz bait and uh, I actually come back home about I got back off the water at 12 31 o'clock on the third day of practice because that was the stuff that I planned on probably fishing and they end up about anywhere you want to go I can catch one but some smallmouth out on the lower end out deep they 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 didn't know where to be found so yeah and it seemed like even the guys who did find them out there they didn't find big enough ones because you had to deal with that that length that high length limit so it was easy to catch like well maybe not easy but there were a lot of 16 inch smallmouth caught and stuff yeah. like that but yeah. not yeah, the big I, in practice yeah i caught several 15 16 inch smallmouth but that don't do you no good being 18 inch size limit um you know but the third the third day that uh, the second third day is you know the top water bite was just you know the shallower you could get the better it was and you know it was, it was a really good tournament i knew going into 
you know, my whole theory was was um, you know, coming into you know, fishing that first invitational, you know, I said if I can win enough, get my money back and win a little bit to pay my deposits, that's what I was that was the whole goal. And uh, so fortunately I, I was able to do that. Yeah, I mean fourth place is good and you you did it against a field that I mean, there were a lot of locals in it, but there were plenty of tour pros, and you really contended right with them into the final day, which is, I mean, which is pretty cool. I mean, when you when you look at that, and you know, you're right around. Yep. Uh, you're there, Stacy King, Wesley Strader, yeah, uh, James Watson. I mean, that's you know, that's that's pretty big. Um, I've been fishing coasts for three years, array of X, and uh, you know it. I've had my I've had my chances. I, last year wasn't a great year, but the two years prior, I I cut a check in about every one of fish. First time ever going to Okeechobee against two hundred thirty or forty boats, I had a top forty. Um, and the year before that, the second day going into going into the second day, I was in like twelfth place right there with you know Roland Martin and Scott Martin and seeing all them, you know, being in them. Being in the bag line with all them big guys, you know, it, it could get to you, but, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty laid back, and, but it, it's still fun seeing that, and, you know, it's a, it's a, a, a great opportunity. For sure. Now, it, see, a lot of guys, well, not a lot of guys, but sometimes you see guys who it almost feels like they've completed the Costa FLW Series level, um, and it's a lot of tour guys, but you look at, um, I don't know, like, the uh, like the Johnston brothers before they came on tour last year, you know, they were Northern Division fixtures. Yeah. Or yeah. even Glenn Brown, the last two divisions uh, he's fished, he the last two full divisions he's fished, I think he's finished like fifth in AOI, and then last year in the Southeastern Division, he he was in the top five in every event. And you haven't quite yeah. done that, but you still feel like I guess you still think it's time that, or it's a good good as time as any to take the step yeah, to the tour. What's, what, what are your feelings well, on that? You know, the, the money's in the tour, it, you know, it costs, you know, it costs you a lot more to fish it, but I just felt like, you know, you, you, ain't, you I wasn't getting nowhere doing that. And, um, you know, the, the 10, the 50th place winning 10,000 is definitely, definitely, you know, change your mind on a lot of things. Like, you know, that makes you want to, go after that, you know, you win 50th place in the Costa, or, you know, you're going to win $1,200, $1,500, you ain't going to get your money back. Um, I've been doing some, uh, on some rental houses. I've been buying, flipping houses, and and I, back about two months ago, right before the Norris tournament, I actually bought my first flip house, and it's going really well. Um, I'm looking to probably double my money. Um, so, I've had a little bit of money saved up, um, not not enough to fish, probably right at it, but I didn't want to go into the year knowing I was going to, you know, want, worrying about the money. Um, so this coming year, um, I shouldn't, you know, I should be pretty good on my money. I hope so anyway. Um, at the end of the season, if I don't get a check, I don't think I'll be, I might have a couple thousand dollars left, but that's better than going in there worrying about having to get a check i'm not going to have to get a check to to eat on um i have a painting i want a painting business and a construction business um i've got five or six guys that work full time so they're going to be back home you know working when i'm gone we're not going to slow down on that at all that's going 
that's pretty much my bread and butter is my my, my painting business so that's uh that's definitely good to have a have a pretty solid fallback in place and something where you don't have to you know you don't have to make a check but when you do the rewards are great i remember uh you know brad knight told me and he kind of toiled on the tour for a long time and he fished a lot more tour events really than he did costa events uh coming yeah, up he did. and he yeah. did it for a while before he really broke through um but man when he did he broke through in a big way so i think that i think that kind of getting on tour is not even if maybe you haven't you it's not a lock that you're gonna instantly succeed i think that's not necessarily a bad call if you can you know if you can support it and if you exactly. and if you're not you know, absolutely 100% fishing for a check. Because if you're doing that, that's that's a really tough road to hug. Yeah, last year, the first, last year on the post was the first. Um, I was all three terms I didn't cut a check. But Okeechobee, I made, you know, I made a bad move uh, first morning. And we had bad weather. Um, you know, every term I, I learned, I learned a lot. But, the, you know, two two years prior, you know, you know, I cut a check in all of them. Um, you know, I felt like I just see if I could compete with them guys. And, uh, you know, other than last year, but, you know, you don't ever know how the tour's going to go. And, and with the tour going to, you know, all pretty much going to be, you know, no, no ledge leaks for the most part. Um, everything's going to be kind of shallow deal. You know, that fits in right how I like to fish. Um, but I like fishing deep. I don't care. Kentucky and Pickwick, I, I enjoy all them leaks, but, I thought, you know, it's now or never, um, you know, so my, my, the main goal is, is I'm going to try to make enough, enough money on tour just to, just to keep going and fish the next season and the next season. And then as long as I can pay my entries every year, I'm going to keep, you know, keep going at it. All right. Try to win a little bit of money. I assume you've wanted to, uh, you've wanted to fish as a pro for a long time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid and probably... 13, 14 years old, I always said I was going to fish for one year, you know. I was going to fish as a pro. It took me a lot longer than I thought. It ain't as easy as it sounds to be when you're 15 years old and want to fish for a living. But, you know, the uh, you know the dream's still there. It never it never left me. You know, I just, you know, every year I worked hard, worked hard. And, you know, then when you get 20, you know, 23, 24, you think, man, how am I going to come up with $30,000 to fish or you know, I just kept working and, uh, you know, just putting up a little money here and there. And, I mean, over the last two or three years, local tournaments, I've won, you know, I've won $20,000, $30,000 two years ago. I, I won probably about 40000 two years ago, and that really helped out. I got in another new boat, um, you know, because every, every year you trade boats, you know, unless you got a really good uh, deal, a team deal with somebody, you know, you, you're going to lose five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000. And, um, but, but I, I got I got in, in a ranger that way I, you know, could be ranger cup qualified. So we having that, you know, have my boat, everything's you know, I maintenance. I just make did all my maintenance on my boat about three weeks ago. So I'm pretty much ready to go and should be fairly stress free now. That's a uh, that's pretty cool. It sounds like you've put yourself in a really good situation. Um, you know, you said you sort of like fishing shallow, and you're sort of you grew up in East Tennessee, and I know, or I think you grew up in East Tennessee. I know you're there now, but I know when I think about the fishermen from over there, 
you know, the Wesley Straters, the Andy Morgans, it's a lot of guys who are deadly up shallow. Um, I, I guess what, uh, what in particular do you, do you really like to do? What's your, what, do you have a strength up shallow or is it just anything you see you're going to, you feel like you can catch fish off it? You know, I, me and the, I've had some, some great partners over the last few years. Um, on what's part of my home lake, I fish with the best deep fishermen on the lake for years. Um, and I've been with the best shallow fishermen over the years. And up until about two years ago, me and uh, CP, Craig Powers, we fished team tournaments together for five or six years together. And um, you know, he's really, he's shown me a lot as far as flipping. Um, pop R, uh, shallow cranking. I mean, if it's you know if it's gonna be a cranking bite, you know, in May, April, May, a good P seventy pop R bite. Um, I, I like doing all that. Uh, you know, I think my my best strength is probably flipping um, shallow dock, flipping a jig or a beaver. That's kind of my go to. But you know, shallow, I think I can you know I can compete with the best as far as being a shallow may not be a john cox strength but but uh i think i can get a hang with him anyways all right well i uh i like the sound of that have you ever been to any of the i mean i i guess i assume you've been to gunnersville but other than gunnersville have you ever been to any of the other lakes uh on the ske- on the schedule next year i have not and i think that's going to be you know i don't mind that because i know probably half the tour probably ha- they have not been to some of them lakes. Uh, other than Beaver, of course, you know, everybody that's fished tour in the last 10 years has been to Beaver Lake. But other than that, um, you know, the, the Texas, Travis, you know, I, I can't remember what year they went. I know if they went probably eight years ago down there. Um, the Harris Chain, um, I've never been to none of them, but um, I always bypassed Harris Chain when I'm down to Okeechobee. Um I probably, you know, Gunners will, you know, I, I fished that lake more than I have my home lakes in the last four or five years. I, uh, I enjoy going to Gunnersville and fishing, and that place changes. It, it has changed a lot over the last three years. All right. Uh, what's, your, what's your opinion on Gunnersville? Because I've heard uh, recently that the fishing there has gotten a lot worse, and, you know, it was a really tough fall, definitely, by, turn, by uh, tournament results. You feel like when we yeah. run in there this winter, are we going to be, let's say we get ideal weather conditions and it's not super, super cold, which obviously it could be, but do you feel like if we get good conditions, if stuff is right, do you think that the fishing is going to be a lot tougher than we would have expected two or three years ago, or do you think the fish yeah, are sort I, of still there ready I, to go? You're, you're going to see a big downfall. There's going to be you know, several mid-20-pound bags a day waiting in. Um, you know, top 10, you know, it might, it might even take 17, 18 pounds a day to have a top 10, but, you know, from 10th place to 50th place, I think, you know, 15 pounds a day is going to be pretty good. Um, you know, and I've, I've been wrong on that lake thinking, man, I can't catch them. I'm not catching them. And everybody comes in there with 18, 19 pounds to 30, 40th place. I don't see it happening this time. I think when the Alabama rig really picked, you know, kicked on. Um, when the elite guys in there a few years ago, and all them guys, everybody they like figured that they learned it. And it ain't even hard to rig lake anymore. You can still catch some big ones on it, but as far as going in there and catching twenty or thirty a day, 
Um, them days are about over as far as what I've seen for down there. But I still think, you know, we can go out there, you know, the route trap by I've been going there for 15 years, and I always start at the end of January and February. I've been there. I've been to the Gunnersville in February more than any time, and it's always a route trap by You can always catch them on that. But now the swim bait by has just gone haywire over the last five years. Um, you know, the bridges, all the bridges are going to produce big stringers. I'm not the kind of a guy that's going to sit in there with 25 boats and fish, you know, the bridges. But I'd almost bet that it's going to be one off the bridge somewhere. About every BFL or uh, team tournament has been one off the bridge down there over the last 10 years, it seems like. Yeah, those bridges are something special. I mean, they're there's just such a perfect place to catch a bass is the thing you know the way they sit across those creeks and they're not a regular they're not a regular bridge they're a causeway with a little gap in causeway, it I mean, yeah. it's a perfect they just fell through it's a perfect yeah. place to in, to you know intercept a bass that's moving back in there and it seems like there's even always bait around them i remember when i was there covering Thanks. the tournament and i guess the coast of there a couple of years two years ago i think in march it was either i think it was march maybe february but the, uh, I mean, those bridges, just everywhere you were around them, they were full of skipjack and shad, and, mm-hmm. you know, your screen was lighting up, and it, it's inc- it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, them guys, they sit, you know, the guys who sit there, they may not get the five bites a day, but, you know, the five, the part weigh 23 to 26 pounds, you know, they'll have a good sack. Yeah. I heard, uh, I heard someone say that this, this, uh, tour event it was probably going to take the most weight to win of any of the events of the year and it would also probably be the or it could be the lowest amount of weight to get a check do you feel like that is uh that that's reasonable that it could be i mean we could see some guys who really really dialed in and catch giants and then a lot of guys who really struggle yeah i I believe that like i said i think there'll be you know uh, 10 to 15 boats that's going to catch them pretty good and then, and I can see, you know, 15 pounds a day getting a check, and you know, maybe 28 pounds for two days um, is very pot, you know. And if it gets cold, I mean, we're liable. It's probably snowing. I know last year the first couple Chuchu or Bama Division BFLs actually got canceled right there in January, first of February, for high winds, snow. Um, there's a bunch of tournaments down there that got canceled in. In January last year, so it's you know we're gonna. I've done been buying my Under Armour, my Under Armour base layer, um, so I'm getting prepared for it. Got me some good gloves. That way I ain't got fret. Way you don't run from lower end to you know there's gonna be people going from the lower end all the way up to Mud Creek. You know that's a 45 minute run and you know 15 degree weather possibly and snowing. And I've been there with it like it. But they still bite. I mean, everybody's going to still catch a few fish, I believe. Yeah, I know it, it could be tough, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, the last time I was there at at Gunnersville, I mean, they could throw A-rigs. It was for a Costa. It was March. It was a little bit later. But it was it was one of those weigh-ins on day one where every guys were holding up six-pounders. And you were like, come on, don't hold up that six-pounder. Because... There were so, I mean, there were just so many giant fish caught, and they're so fat and so good looking. Uh, and it's really just, it's a special lake on 
a good day, and I just, I kind of, I'm holding out hope that we really do get one of those days. Yeah, I hope so, too. And, you know, about the last toast down there, um, you know, um, Michael Neal, um, Brad Knight, even the second day, caught a huge bag. I can't remember. It was 20, 25, 6 pounds. I mean, he had a really good strength and, and come way back. You know, he, he really jumped up the leaderboard for day three. You know, so, it, you know, it just takes that one good push. Them fish wasn't setting up just right the first day. The second day, you know, there's a lot of good bass. A lot of good bass caught. Bill Day caught a big bag of Michael Neal. Um, so, it, you know, you can have a 15, 16-pound bag day the first day and the second day come out swinging with, you know, 25-pound bag, and you're right back in there. But I think I think them days are, and I hope I hope it proves them wrong, but I think them days are it seems to be getting less and less on that lake every year. So, but I'm, I've got my stuff ready and uh, I'm pretty excited to get down there and get started on it. All right. Well, we'll definitely see. One other question I wanted to ask is kind of about Florida. And obviously we're going there. Not, it's not the first event of the year this, this time around, which will be kind of interesting, but you, you've had at least a little success uh, down at Okeechobee. Do you feel like you, understand florida fishing are you comfortable with that because that's been a stumbling block for some of the best i mean you look at uh cody meyer and he's really had like one year where he really caught him in florida and you look at stetson blaylock and it took him a long time to figure out florida and it's a it's a kind of extraordinary place where the ability to go out and catch like 15 pounds a day is amazing but it seems like real hard to do so what's your what's your take right. on that you know the first time i started going to okeechobee i went down there new year's on the first i stayed 12 days and the first three or four days was just brutal like i had no clue you know you watch you watch youtube videos and people tell you just go flip this go punch that it ain't that easy i spent three or four days four days and didn't catch like five keepers you know, day five, I found some, day six. And then by the time I was in my seventh, eighth day of, of practicing, I mean, I, I really got dialed in. I could go about any, anywhere on that lake and catch them. You know, I know Harris Chain is, uh, Harris Chain ain't the, the Okeechobee um, for sure. Um, but I think I've kind of got them figured out. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be, you know, I hope, I, have, I ain't going to have a, a great bit a great amount of help, I don't think, by no means. But I think I can go down there and, you know, give me a day and a half, two days, I think I can figure out a, a pattern to catch, um, you know, 15 pounds a day or get, you know, get the bites to have a, a decent bag a day. All righty. Well, I, uh, I hope so. I'm definitely looking forward to that tournament. I've never been there before. I'll get down there and I'll fish, uh, I'll fish that open as a co-angler that's coming up in uh i guess january or whatever and that'll be my first look at it and that'll be exactly it'll be kind of good to for me to see it ahead of time but i think once you know once the tour guys get unleashed on it and especially because it is a little bit later than we usually go in florida i think you know fingers crossed the fishing could be good and you know the way the history is on that like i mean there's some giant bags to be had and i like i like yeah. the idea of that too um yeah i think we're i think we're gonna hit this right so it's going to be definitely a lot warmer than we're used to going down there in January and February. 
But I'm, I will go down there the week y'all are down there if I can get if I can sneak away for two or three days. Um, I still got to I've got to go down to Panama and, and uh, get my boat ready for uh, Drew Benton and uh, Clayton uh, Bats. He goes down there to play some Panama for their boat wrap. So I'm I will go down there get my boat wrap and swim by and fish Harris Chamber for you know at least two or three days before the gunner before the Gunnersville event. So. That's uh, that's probably not a bad idea at all because, you know, you look at all the lakes, the guys can fish in that. I think it's 10 different lakes, and you look at, uh, you know, how long it takes to get between all of them and all that jazz. I think it's right. probably yeah. smart to, learn to get as yeah, much learn time as you can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you uh, – obviously you fish a lot. What do you do when you're not fishing? Uh, I know you just got away from some duck hunting, but uh, – do you, is that your is that your main off season activity? Yeah, we I bow hunt a lot. Um, I like bow hunting, uh, muzzleloader hunt for whitetail, and after that, we kind of go straight into duck hunting. Um, I love the dove, uh, dove hunt. We don't miss a dove hunt on September the first. That's we'll be there every September first. That's where you'll find me is in a dove field somewhere. Um, my brother, he's a guy. 18 year old brother and he's ate up with it. he likes if i tell him we're gonna go kill something or go catch something he's he's right there with me so well, that's good to have um but other than that uh that work ties up all my time running all these five or six seven guys i think today i've got three crews running um i got one crew doing a roof and i've probably got 11 guys today um want to know where i'm at what am i doing <laughs> need money so between hunting and fishing work pretty much ties all my all my time all righty well you're gonna uh certainly have a lot of fishing going on uh in 2017 what with you know seven events and if you uh if you, if you catch them real if you catch them good eight events once you add the cup in there and you know i don't know what else you're fishing but it's gonna be a busy year for you that's for sure yeah, I'm, I'm gonna concentrate on the on the tour this year. Um, you know, any every time I get a check, I, you know, in the tour, if I get a check, I probably I might just try to jump in a Costa here and there. Um, but other than that, you know, I probably fish the local BFLs, um, maybe one or two uh, local tournaments. But uh, around around here, most of these local tournaments, if you fish the tour level, they don't let you fish. So I know a lot of places ain't like it, but heartlands all them tournaments um, and all my good local tournaments around here uh, the bigger team tournaments team trail tournaments you know if you fish the tour you they don't let you fish none of them and there's some good payouts uh, a lot of ten thousand dollars first place tournaments that i'll miss out on this coming year but i'm gonna take all my time and really just concentrate on the tour i think it'll take up enough enough time for me so all righty uh i guess before I let you go, is there any, uh, is there anywhere, uh, online, Instagram, uh, Facebook, anything like that where you want people to follow you? Um, and if so, uh, what should they look for? Yeah, I've not started a, uh, a fishing page. I do everything under my, uh, just under my name, Derek Blake. And I got Instagram. Um, I, I do all my fishing pictures and, uh, talk about under my, just my personal name. I've not started a, 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 a uh, professional, um, F, uh, Facebook name yet, 
and I'll, I'll probably get to that. I just ain't done it yet. But yeah, you you they can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Alrighty, and on Instagram it's Lake underscore Life eighty uh, six. I gotta ask, where's where's the eighty six from? Uh, I was born in nineteen eighty six. Alrighty, April April the seventh. I'm getting old. <laughs> Uh, not not that old, I would say. I think you're uh, I think you're no. in pretty good shape there. Um, I still feel all right. All right. Well, uh, Derek, thanks for taking the time. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on, and uh, best of luck at Gunnersville. I'll see you in. Well, let's see. Yeah, I, look, I guess it's like a month and a half now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing you. All right, man. Well, take it easy and uh, Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas, y'all. Have a good day. <laughs>